Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Why did I start this podcast? Because I'm too lazy to write a book. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey everyone, Latina Barbie here. Good morning. I know, I know, it's been a minute. Uh, today's episode is all about how do I put this lightly? Altering our physical appearance. Now, I know a lot of you out there are probably like, I'm never going to get Botox. I'm never going to do anything to cosmetically, at least, alter my appearance in any way. But I got to tell you, um, from somebody who does get Botox about every six months, um, a couple things happen after I get Botox. One is I feel really good about myself. Um, the appearance of my forehead not crinkling up like a bulldog always looks much better. Um, I do a lot of Zoom camera face-to-face events uh, for work, and it just it makes me just feel a little bit altogether. Now, I'm going to be 48 next month, and I know I'm looking... I can't even say I'm looking because I don't feel like I look like I'm going to be 48. I feel like I'm going to be 48, if that makes sense. Like, I swear every morning, and I know my husband is the first one to say, you need to stretch, you need to stretch. But, you know, I do work out every morning. um, And I just, I think I talked about this last time. I'm doing these Sydney Cummings workouts, which is like every day. Now, first of all, this girl is pregnant. She's like 26 weeks pregnant right now, and I still wish I could look like her. And she's still like working out like a total savage. So I, she's on YouTube, by the way, um, and that's at Sydney Cummings. There you go. So every day she has a different workout. So your whatever you worked out the day before is not getting worked out the next day. So in theory, you shouldn't be that sore, and you can go ahead and do the workouts. I find myself like taking a full day break just from working out, which I guess I'm reading. It's it's an okay thing. It's good. Um, mentally, I'm not as sharp. And emotionally, I don't feel as high as I do after I work out. So, okay, I'll be working on that too. But let's get back to altering my physical, my physicality is what I should say. Um, So yes, we work out so that we change the way our body looks, whether we're flabby and want to put muscle under there, Botox because we want to get rid of wrinkles. So that leads me to this. I have been working out pretty consistently since the beginning of maybe mid-January. And, you know, I have now just For anybody who's just tuning in the first time, thank you, first of all, and please subscribe. (laughs) But um, I, my highest weight was 239 and I'm not embarrassed to to say today I weighed in at 157. So, and I'm consistently like every week, almost every other day, every day, because I have a new goal of wanting to get down to about 150. Um, Who knows if that'll happen, but it's a goal. Lofty by any means. So, so that's exactly why I know, that's why I know exactly how I weigh. So I, um, you know, I want to see like the food now, don't get me wrong. I'm still doing WW. Um, but I wanted to see like 
if I start lifting weights, if I start doing strength training along with my 10,000 steps and walking outside, that has never stopped because I definitely need that for my emotional state. Um, if you're a walker, you know exactly. If you have any cardio uh, addiction, you know exactly what I mean. But um, yeah, I I wanted to see like what I can do. So here's the thing. We are March 25th and I haven't lost as much weight, maybe a pound here or there. But physically, I'm feeling good. Um, but here's the reality of me. After putting on or just growing up that that heavy at 239 and then going down to what I am now, I'm not going to lie. It is not a pretty picture when I'm naked. I have a lower belly that is flabby and it's not due to having kids because I don't have any kids. It's due to my lower stomach being stretched with stretch marks. And it's almost like that. If you're a mom out there, you know exactly what I mean. It's that little like flab of just heavy, thick skin that you can feel it. And it's just like these fats. Oh my God, I'm getting so descriptive. It's just like you squeeze it and it's like this big lunch, uh, bunch of like fat cells. And you know, they're not going to go away because the skin is so pooled that there's nothing that's going to bring the skin back. Okay, well, don't just think of that on my lower stomach. Think of that in between my thighs. Think of that underneath my arms, even on my back. And the only reason I even felt my back of how much like extra like skin, okay, maybe it might be a little bit more fat too, but extra skin that it has on my back was because I was on Instagram. That pivots me on this conversation. So I've been seeing, I've been like following quite a few people on Instagram and a lot of them have lost over a hundred pounds, 200 pounds. And no matter how much somebody works out, the, the pain of being overweight, the emotional stress of being overweight, it's always going to weigh on us. It's always going to be on us. This extra skin that I'm carrying, this extra pounds that I'm carrying that don't need to be there are are just kind of reminders of what we used to look like. And more importantly, the more emotional part of it is what we used to feel like. And I feel 100% better today than I did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I've, I've never looked better, I'll tell you that. I mean, at 47 right now, I feel like I'm, I mean, I'm even gonna wear a two-piece when I go to Puerto Rico. Like I'm feeling a 1,000% um, better than I ever have in my whole entire life. And I think it's mostly because I, I I know I've worked at it and whatever is left on my body, there's really nothing I could do about it. Dot, dot, dot. Or is there? This is where I come in. So like I said, I was watching, I'm looking at a lot of people on Instagram and a lot of these people who've lost so much weight have been getting fat removal or what they call it, skin removal. Pfft, let's not lie. There's a little bit of fat in that skin. Um, removal. And so I'm feeling like I think I might want to go that route. Now, I didn't just go from zero to this in, in a heartbeat. I actually took, um, there's this procedure that I did about a month ago. And it was like, I don't know, you guys, it was supposed to like, it was this machine that like was fit in the, the size of your palm, this esthetician or, or fat specialist did it for me. And she rolled it around the sides of my fat. And, you know, I wasn't looking for miracles in one day, 
or one session, but I also didn't want to pay, you know, for 12 sessions. So I was like, okay, I tried it. Didn't do very much. You know, they said, flush it out, flush it out. Okay, whatever. Then on Groupon, a week later, I was like, I saw this thing called the Lipo Lounge. Um, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned the words, but anyways, um, you'll forget about it anyways. So at least I did. So um, I went there and I had bought a Groupon for this one session that was like 60 bucks. And they're like, hey, you know, we also have this machine and it melts fat away. Like it attacks the fat cells underneath. It's like red light and blue light. The red light is to dissolve the fat cells underneath your skin. And the blue light was to like um, get the uh, collagen back into the skin that has been so stretched out for the elasticity. So you know what? I had nothing to lose but $400 on my HSA. Didn't touch me. So I signed up for it. I got my six sessions. It was every other day. And, you know, <laughs> it was a 20, 20 minute session. And then you have to like put this waist trainer thing on. And then you have to go stand on the vibrating machine to loosen everything up. And then for the rest of the day, you have to like do a liver flush. So they, they recommended drinking, like taking a diuretic, drinking, um, like roasted dandelion tea, um, just, and no alcohol, no carbs, just clean protein food. And that would help digest, um, the fat cells through your urine, I guess. So I went in, you know, open-minded, wishful thinking, really wishful thinking. The pamphlet looked good. The before and afters look good. So after six sessions, I'm not going to lie. I, first of all, no, I did not take measurements. I should have, and I didn't. And I, I, I'm, I feel dumb for not doing that, but they didn't ask me either. So I've been noticing, and maybe this is just what this procedure, like, it's almost like what comes first. Like, do you think about it or do you do it? It was, it's kind of like, it's that, right? Where it's like, do I look this way and feel this way because I got it done? Or is it because it actually worked? Do you guys ever feel that way? Like you do something and you're like, okay, I'm supposed to feel this way. It's almost like taking my first edible, right? Like I'm waiting for it to like kick in and then it kicks in. I literally like, fall asleep and I'm like, oh, well, there, that, that was that. <laughs> so it's the same exact concept where I was like, oh my God, my throat. Hold on a second. I slept with the window open last night. Hold on. Oof. I'm not sure about this coffee. I put a coconut syrup. I don't think that was a good idea. So, um, but I'll drink it anyways. So yeah. So today I woke up this morning because honestly, remember I tell you guys, like, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about until it just comes to me. And this morning I woke up and it's so weird. I don't know if you guys do this, but, and I'm getting a little bit more into it than I probably should. But when I wake up in the morning, I'm like literally feeling my body. Like I'm feeling, it's almost like, oh, is my is my extra skin and layers of fat still there? Oh, okay, good. Now I can go on with my day. But I felt a little different and I woke up and I actually tried on one of the two pieces that I bought for my uh, trip. And I'm not going to lie, you guys. I First, I felt good about it. And two, I felt like I looked a little better in it. Like the sides of my hips weren't as like puffy, I guess I should say. So um, they did say that it takes about, uh, is it two, two to six months after it's two to four or four to six months after the procedure. And it's not like a procedure. It was just this, literally I fell asleep for 20 minutes. Um, so we'll see. 
But I will tell you, I'm going to have a backup plan because I was talking to my husband and I was like, babe, I'm like, you have to understand. I have been on this never ending journey. And along the way, I've learned so much of not putting weight on, not doing anything that is going to compromise my weight loss um, that I kind of feel, no, I don't kind of feel, I deserve to physically look, okay, how am I going to say this? (laughs) I know you guys know what I'm saying. How I want, I deserve to look as much as I've worked for it. Does that make sense? Like I deserve for my physical body to align with the efforts that I have put in to my weight loss and strength training. There you go. That sounds so much better. Hopefully you guys got that. I know I can get very wordy. So when really it's very simple. So um, I think I'm going to look into it because, you know, I'm looking at these people on Instagram and one lady got her stomach done and her underarms done. And I'm telling you the underarm scar, if you guys ever look up things on Instagram, those scars are atrocious. They're this long line from like underneath your elbow all the way to like your armpit. Um, so that would probably be the last thing that I do. But I really want to get that um, tummy tuck. I think it's called like the Mommy 360 um, because I have a lot of extra physical baggage weighing on me. And I feel like I've done the work emotionally to get through this and to stay this way. Um, I'm never going back. I'll tell you that right now. I'm sorry. If, if I feel bad for those people on Instagram where they've lost all this weight and then they drop off of Instagram for a couple of weeks or months and then they come back with like a confessional that they've gone up in weight. I've been there. I've done that. I don't ever want to do it again. So I had gone to therapy to fix what had caused me to be an overweight child all my life. Um, and I'll talk to talk about that later. Um, not in this episode. So, um, you know, it's, you really have to fix your emotional state so that when you do change your physical state, it's still aligning. And gosh, does all that make sense to you guys? Cause it makes sense to me. You can't fix one without the other. And I feel like I flipped where I'm emotionally stable. Don't ask my friends, but I feel like I'm emotionally stable enough to sustain a physical look, a good physical look. I mean, I don't look bad, but I could look better. And, you know, for anybody who's out there who's had this done or have known anybody, I would love to talk to them to see what it was like. Um, because the pictures that I see on Instagram are sometimes horrifying. Like I see this one girl who's got like these little, I call them grenades because my husband had them where they're like, they like drain the blood from the incisions or something. It's pretty gross, but you know, I'm what, what's one more thing I'm willing to do to achieve results. Um, you don't know how many times I've sacrificed going out with girlfriends because I was like on a roll with weight loss. And then I was like, okay, if I go out tonight, I know what's going to happen. In fact, I am going out tonight and I'm, they're ordering like pizza and salad. Now I can't remember the last time I actually had pizza and it's not because I don't love it. It's because I choose not to eat it Um, because I know one slice turns into two slices and there's other alternatives that will make me, that will make me uh, feel the same way as pizza does. So I'm going to have a slice. I'm going to have a lot of salad and I'm bringing my own alcoholic beverage, which I just tried last night. 
It's literally like one ounce of whether it's tequila or vodka. And uh, WW has these um, skinny mixes. And then you just fill it with club soda. So I get full very quickly on club soda. So you know well that I, as soon as I get there, I'm going to down one of these drinks. And it's only one point. So because only, I guess it's one personal point for one ounce of alcohol. And I'm only going to bring two ounces of alcohol over there. Um, so that's how I'm going to start this little shindig tonight. Um, and then my husband and I are going to spend all day tomorrow down at Liberty station and go have cheese and wine. And we're going to have a fantastic day. And then it's, it's from here on out, you guys It's like busy, 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 busy with work and Chicago and Tampa, LA, Kansas city, Puerto Rico, New Jersey. Oh, Tennessee wedding. I mean, it's just a bunch of stuff coming up and I want to feel my best. Now I know I'm not going to, I will look my best, but I want to feel my best. So I'm choosing not to do certain things and not to do, and that's fine with me. It's whatever works for me, right? It's whatever works for you. It's like people ask me, you know, uh, you know, what, what plan works the best? The one you're going to stick with. That's the one that works the best. Okay. Let's get back to cosmetic stuff. So, you know, I, I do get Botox. Um, I see in my future something going on with my hands. If you look at your hands right now, they, the hands are the ones that tell the, the age. Now, this isn't me fighting it. It's me kind of slowing the process down because if you looked at your hands right now, your hands probably look 10 times worse than what your face looks like and probably aged you a lot more than what you are. Nobody ever looks at your hands, but what do we do mostly? We talk with our hands. So take care of them. Um, I will continue to get Botox. It's a 400 to, oh yeah, $400 investment now. It was 300 until I upped the uh, units. So it's a $400 investment twice a year. I'm worth it. You're worth it. Um, I love the results too. It just makes my face look so much better. Uh, I find myself uh, spending a couple extra dollars on quality facial products and I don't know anything else about like fillers. Uh, I think it was a Juvederm and all those things. I know other people I know that probably get fillers, but I don't know enough about them. I don't think I'm there yet. I probably shouldn't find out anything about them because that just might what might be one more thing I want to do. But what I love is that my husband is so game for me doing any and all. Now, he says that now. We don't know how much any of these procedures are. And it's very funny because I think... Half of the people on Instagram actually go to TJ to get the procedure done. I will not be going to TJ to get the procedure done, but to each its own. So the recovery is one thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, he says, you know, babe, if, if you're not happy with something, fix it. And that's pretty much like, I think my motto in life, if I'm not happy with something, fix it so that I am happy with something. It's very profound thinking, don't you think? So early in the morning at 6.22 on Friday morning. <laughs> How simple is that? Oh, really? Who can fix it for me? Oh, no, 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 no. You have to fix it for you. I don't know where this conversation is going, but I think I'm onto something now. So that's the thing, right? If you're not happy with something, God bless you. You have all the resources in the world to fix it. All you need to do is reach out to it. Lean in. So that begs me to, that begs me? I don't know why I say those things. I think it's like I hear them somewhere and then I repeat it. Hopefully I'm in the same context. That begs me to question. Oh, that's right. That begs me to question. 
Remember, you guys, it's so early in the morning on Friday. That begs me to question all of you. If you don't like something about yourself, do you lean in to fix it? Because I would be the first one to raise my hand if I was asked, are you afraid to fix certain things? Like, are you afraid to fix things because of the outcome or because what you might discover or like what they say, unwrap? I know that got a little deep, but it's true. Sometimes we don't look at ourselves into fixing things because we don't want to do the work or we don't want to go through the process. So we stay exactly where we are. And I know I hate this quote because everybody overuses it, but what's that definition of insanity? It's the doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I can't believe I just said that. So I know I'm still working through all these things. Uh, but what's nice about it is that the things that I do want to fix, I feel like I've done a number on myself internally, emotionally, mentally. I'm not done. Um, but that physically I want to show the world that I've done the work internally. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, P.S. I've got to tell you guys something because this was like, huge, huge for my marriage. Did I talk about this already? Okay. I'm going to mention it again because it's worth mentioning if you're married. So, um, long story short, my husband and I almost split up October of 2019. In fact, we did split up for like 36 hours. That is a whole other conversation and episode. And it's a huge learning lean in conversation that I'll have with you guys. I'm just not there right now. I need like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So, but I will tell you, I, I was like a couple Saturdays ago, I came home and I came home on a Saturday from WW and grocery shopping and seeing my friends and walking my five miles. And I come home like on a high. In fact, I probably live my life on a high most of the time. So I come home and my husband is not always on a high. So he was hungry and he was like, okay, let's go buy duck food. We'll go to the park. Yeah, we sell, we, we feed ducks. Let's go buy the duck food. We'll go to the ducks and uh, feed them and then we'll go have dinner. And I'm like, okay. But he was hungry. He was not having having it with me because I was like operating at a 15 and he operates at a three. So I get this. I understand. I've written about this. I've talked about this. I've, I w- I've been aware that I can sometimes be too much for my husband. I'm fine with that. I'm trying to make adjustments. It's not happening. So we're pulling, oh, now I get this. We're pulling out of the driveway. And I feel, I feel it like you guys, ladies, men too. If you feel that like, okay, something like there's something a Bruin, it might be a fight. Um, the tone has changed. The energy has changed. So we're pulling out of the driveway, not even a half a mile away from the house. I ask him some stupid question, probably about like the radio in the car. Cause it's like a, it's a company car. And we just got a new one. So I was like, hey, did you notice that the radio presets were different, blah, blah, blah. And I I asked the question with the intent of I wanted to see what his response was like. Not the words, but the tone, right? Everybody has a tone to them. Sure enough, he answered me in exact tone that I knew he was going to answer me in. He was upset. He wasn't upset. I think he's just bothered. And he's very like, I'm hungry. I want to get this stuff done. And you're talking a million miles a minute. Shocker. I don't know what happened to me. I literally felt like I had this out-of-body experience. 
And I just said to him, you know what? I think you should take me home. He looked at me and said, what? And then he did. (laughs) He literally like made a U-turn. I wasn't mad. It was almost like I reached this part in our relationship where I knew what was coming and I didn't want to be part of it. I didn't want to be an audience member to him having a 12-year-old temper tantrum because he was hungry. I didn't want to ask questions like I was trying to open up a conversation um, just for the sake of talking because I really don't like silence. Um, I didn't want to try. I was like, you know what? I'm aware of what could happen and I'm good. Honey, I love you. Uh, just let me into the house and here's the keys. Go handle the ducks and all that. And I'll see you when you get home. I wasn't mad. That was a thing. He wasn't mad either. He, believe me, he had no problems dropping me off. And in all honesty, I wanted to stay home. I was exhausted. I wanted to stay home just for two and a half, three hours by myself. I watched this movie, uh, something of the dog, tale of the dog with Kristen Dunst and her husband. So, so good. And then I had myself a nice little dinner and then he got home about two and a half hours later. Hey babe, do you want to go grab some cookies and then we'll grab dinner and go to your mom's? I go, oh, you know what? I already ate dinner, but let's grab dinner and go to my mom's anyways, like for you and my mom. He's like, okay. It was like nothing. It was like, this is part of our relationship where we both understand. In fact, we talked about it on the way to my mom's. I said, this is like couple goals to me. Like it has taken us almost 12 years to figure out that we don't have to be together 24 seven and two, that we need to take care of ourselves. And I did. And it's so funny because like I, I referenced my, one of my girlfriends who has three little girls, three little girls. Oh my gosh. They're already, one's just left in school (laughs) and in middle school, the other two graduated from high school already. But I remember her telling me when they were growing up that her husband would act the same way. And she would like pretend like she was giving tickets to a show to the daughters. Like, all right, guys, there's a show going to happen. Here's a ticket to the show, a ticket to the show. So you can see your dad, like have a temper tantrum because that's what boys do, right? That's what men do. So it was fantastic driving over to my mom's, talk to my mom about it. My mom's like, oh, that's great, Miha. I don't think she quite understood because she probably never reached that with my dad. But it was just one of those things where it was that self-awareness as a couple and understanding that what I needed at that time was not to pretend, not to try to converse with my own husband for the sake of no silence because at the end of the day, I didn't want to be there. And as much as I like feeding the ducks, I like me a little bit more. So... I know I jumped all over the place. I hope that you have listened through this whole entire thing um, because I feel like this part, this latter part of this episode was really instrumental in me growing as a couple. So anyways, okay, back to the cosmetic thing. There's no correlation. Sorry, guys. It's just two different episodes in one. I hope you enjoyed today. In true Latina Barbie fashion, a couple things. One is if you have the power to change something, Do you utilize that power and you change it, whether it's internal or external, dot, dot, dot. And two, do you have any couple wins where you and your husband were aligned so well that you could have shared the same brain? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Latina Barbie. Don't forget to subscribe and have the most wonderful day that you deserve. Mwah.